1: to have a chat give us a call 0800 150 811 extra time on SENZ You're on S E N Z, this is Extra Time with Ricardo Bull on your Valentine's Day evening, so we're playing songs with love in the title right throughout the evening through till 11 o'clock. Not quite love songs till midnight, but close Uh, and you get some sport mixed in there as well. Joining us now to talk sport, talk NRL, actually talk North Queensland Cowboys. Let's uh, put the focus on them because Sam Revel is a big North Queensland Cowboys fan. He's even got his own YouTube channel, the Wobblin' Jaw Sports channel, that you need to check out if you're a Cowboys fan. Uh, Sam joins us. Uh, G'day, Sam. I I hope I haven't interrupted your Valentine's evening, mate. I hope you didn't have other plans.
0: (laughs) No, no, sir. Howdy. Um, Thank you so much for the opportunity, and it's a real honour speaking to you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, my my pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Um, How long have you been a Cowboys fan?
0: Uh, Since the, since I can remember watching rugby league, really, uh, since I was a toddler, to be honest with you. But uh, I lived down in Canberra for most of my life, and only just recently moved to the Sunshine State a few months ago. So now I can call myself a Fed Income North Queensland supporter who lives in Queensland.
1: Well, mate. I mean, I don't. I don't want to pry. I don't want to ask your age. But growing up in Canberra, there was a pretty good team there for a long time—the Green Machine—with the likes of Ricky Stewart and uh, and Laurie Daly and Bradley Clyde and those guys. So, so why the Cowboys for you?
0: I was too young uh, to really soak up the the early mid nineties Raiders phase. Uh, The Cowboys, just put simply, I just thought at the time was a really cool logo, and um, it only dawned upon me a few uh, years later, like maybe when I was 10 years old or 11, that they weren't exactly going gangbusters, but I decided to stick with them uh for a few more years and then two thousand and four rolled around and um yeah, haven't looked back since really.
1: No, everything everything gelled then, mate, everything gelled then. Um I, I was gonna ask you a bit later in the uh in the, in the interview, but I thought I might as well ask you now after we've had this chat. Uh your top three Cowboys players ever. I'm I'm gonna stick my neck out and say Jonathan Thurston's gonna be in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'd be in there. But the players that really uh, caught my eye and, you know, sort of fell in love with was big Shane Oaktree Tronk. Uh, I, I was a I was a prop. I was a second rower uh, when I was playing footy when I was younger. And Shane Tronk, I just, yeah, I, I really, really uh, I sort of adored when I was a younger kid. Um, Jonathan Thurston and Matt Bowen. Matt Bowen for sure.
1: Yeah, great players, mate. Great players. There's uh, a few connections between you know the Warriors and uh, and the Cowboys. Not only your coach, but also the man that uh, runs the footy club, uh, Michael Luck, as well. Uh, you know what a what a pair those two have been in terms of the way they've turned this club around. Because I've got to say to you that. Beginning of last season, I was doing this, and I'm looking at the Cowboys, and I think you'd finished fifteenth the season before, and thinking they've added no one, they're going to go nowhere, it's going to be rinse and repeat. But boy, they they really, the two of them really injected something into this footy team, didn't they? And that
0: that's certainly a fair call at the start of last season, absolutely. And you know, I sort of feel sorry that I pinched um, some some really nice uh, talented humans from from your club, Uh, but Todd Payton, um, he had a really um, underrated hard start in 2021. I mean, Michael Morgan, the club captain and the halfback uh, had to prematurely retire and not a lot of people really, in my opinion anyway, uh, soaked that up. Uh, and that really uh, derailed us for 2021. And um, then you've got the likes of Petter Hiku who uh, swung on by in 2022, and even Chad Townsend. And they just about had their best seasons of all time under Todd Payton. Um, so it's it's been amazing. And Michael Luck, too, um, has really led from the front. He's been a great leader, um, a great board member as well uh, for the Cowboys.
1: Mm, yeah, very much so, mate. He's a, the bloke is an absolute worker horse, but he's a champion and uh, he knows what it takes, that's for sure. Uh, well, let's talk about the roster for this coming season. Uh, you've gained, you've got a lot of young fellas that have come through, or you've picked up from local clubs um, that have come through into the topside squad. Um, guys like Tom Chester, Tom Duffy as well, Jordan Lip, Riley Price, etc. cetera. Uh, but a couple of big names that have joined, James Tamo and uh, Jake Gosweski as well from the Dragons. Um, what do you make of those gains and, and, and where, what sort of roles do you see them playing this season?
0: It's really that we've got James Tamo back uh, not just because I liked him back in the day, uh, then left for other pastures, but James Tamo I think is coming in at the right time or coming back at the right time because I think our forward pack just needed that one more extra uh, piece of experience, a a leader of sorts. Uh, That's no disrespect to the likes of Jordan McLean or Cohen Hess. I just think James Tamo, 300 game plus veteran of the game, uh, coming up with experience um, is going to serve the young crop of players coming through really well you mentioned before some of the young uh, cowboys that uh, played this past weekend against the dolphins in in a really good game and a really good effort uh, the likes of Riley price has been Uh, E-marked for a couple of seasons now and um, uh, Riley Price was very impressive this past weekend and you also mentioned Tom Duffy as well. I I think um, not not to push Chad Townsend out the door too early, obviously not but Tom Duffy uh, has been on my radar for a year or so now and uh, he was an Australian schoolboy, and he's he looks every bit a first grader in just the, the few appearances that most of the rugby league world has seen. Uh, yeah, I I realise that we've also lost Tom Gilbert and Hamiso for go and both those players played Origin last season, and both those players I really I really did like, and um, but I. I I think we've got the the, the bases covered there. Uh, we've got enough depth in the backs um, to cover up for Hamiso, tabuai for Doe uh, and for Tom Gilbert. I think that is a bigger loss in my opinion. But with the likes of uh, Will Wen, Lay and Highland Luki uh, do do come back into the fold, I think we can cover up Tom Gilbert uh, very well. And that's obviously again no disrespect to Tom Gilbert, but um, I. It, it is prosperous times up at North Queensland for the first time uh, in four or five seasons, and um, they're they're in they're in it with a massive opportunity this year.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, like the the, the I think how are you going to continue this year from last year, given that you were such it's a, such a young side, but you've got all this experience in there now too. And I think it's really important what you mentioned about James Tarmo. It gives you. Not just another big body uh, in the middle, but it gives you all that experience as well, especially with the demands placed on Reuben Cotter. You know, I mean, he's probably one of the smaller, uh, in terms of size, props running around in the NRL, and he goes through a heck of a lot of work. So having someone like that, Tamo, that can come on and, and give him 10 minutes here and give him 10 minutes there and, and maybe take some of that uh, heat off uh, off, off Ruben's going to be uh, essential as well.
0: It certainly is. And Ruben Cotter, the the poor bugger, as, as I'm sure we all know, he uh, debuted in 2019 and has just been struck down by injuries. And um, I've I've uh, known, and, and like other Cowboy supporters have known, the talent that this bloke holds. But um, gee whiz, putting him in the front row after being a hooker for so many years, um, just his his explosion in 2022, while it's not overly surprising the way he actually dominated in the front row was um, and it was a masterstroke by Todd Payton
1: very much so man i mean that's that's the that what you want from coaches you know coaches who can pull moves like that that work out is uh, is fantastic uh should also talk a bit about jake granville uh I know he's uh, he's off contract to the end of this year. The fact he is still there, I, it, mate, I'm, I just turned fifty. I reckon Granville Re- Granville looks older than I do. I mean, how's he still running around?
0: <laughs> Jake Granville, uh, I look at, at the start of the year. I was concerned that uh, he may not have even found himself a spot, much like he didn't find himself a spot uh, in two thousand and twenty-two. But he's been named in Jersey fourteen this weekend. That to me should signal that he's got himself a real opportunity to cement a Jersey 14 spot for the rest of 2023. He was a grand final hero. Uh, in my opinion, I think he was just as influential, possibly more than Jonathan Thurston that grand final. He's a club legend in my eyes. Uh, and I, I'll always open up the, the front door uh, for Jake Granville and roll out the red carpet.
1: Where, where are you on Cohen Hess? Because I've seen some Cowboys fans feel like maybe um, he's not the player that he once was. Um, and, you know, I, I think um, his, I don't know if it's his form, but his, his, certainly his application has dipped in, at times in the last couple of seasons.
0: Yeah, Cole, Cohen Hess, um, he, so he burst onto the scene as a young fella in the in the second row, and, uh, and then his body started changing shape, and he was just a young fella, and I think, because of how good his first 18 months were, um, the the expectations were quite high on him, but people forgot how young he was. Uh, And then, uh, admittedly, the past uh, two seasons, I would say that... Along with the rest of the club, just quietly, his performances have been down. But last season, he got predominantly moved into the front row. Uh, and I think he found his best form since. Maybe not career best, but definitely his best form uh, in a few seasons. I like uh, Cohen. S. have always had his back. And uh, I'm looking forward to see how he goes this season. Uh, this season because it looks like um, he's going to be a, quite a versatile uh, back row front row, forward for us this year. Uh, he's been training in the off season a little bit more back on the edges after having a full year in the front row in 2022. So Cohen Hess could be in for a very busy year this year.
1: Yeah, alright, looking forward to that. Now you've mentioned some of the losses um, Tom Gilbert, Hamaso uh, Tabuwai fidow as well. Both those guys going to the Dolphins kind of sits up a a nice little niggly uh, Queensland derby, doesn't it? Um, Having a few players pilfered by by Wayne Bennett?
0: Uh, Look, the the Dolphins have pinched, you know, players from all the Queensland sides. Um, And I think it's the right move for Hamasso Tapioifidou to to move. I I, I think he's going to be the breakout player for the Dolphins this season, uh, touching wood barring injury, of course. And Tom Gilbert could... Find himself to be a cult hero as well. I was more surprised by Tom Gilbert that he left, but um, no, there's there's no niggle just yet. Like it's, I mean, there might be more niggle from you know the Warriors' point of view to us Cowboys for us pinching uh, a good chunk of your players over the past couple of seasons, but no niggle just yet. No niggle just yet. I think the Cowboys are certainly happy to help out the Dolphins in their first few seasons.
1: I think it's probably more likely to be niggle between the Dolphins and the Warriors, to be honest. Uh, but will, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's another story. Uh, if, you, if you know who Peter Peter O'Sullivan is, that might that might sort of colour some of that uh, for you, Sam. Very, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, what about then? I mean, you, you were so successful last year and you've kept the core of that squad together. But is there anybody in the playing staff at North Queensland that you'd think, oh, God, I wish he'd gone to the Dolphins, and then you'd chuck in the back of your car and drive down there yourself?
0: <laughs> I, uh, you mentioned that some players are off contract at the end of this season. After last year, um, I don't want to chuck anybody uh, out, but um, I would, uh, looking at the roster and the contracts, there's, 16 players for the Cowboys that are off contract this year, mm. plus five who are free to negotiate from November 1st. So there's going to be a lot of people walking out that door. But I would, I would actually say that I would dr- drive Ben Hampton down to New South Wales, which is where he's originally from, uh, because after the performance he put up on the weekend, um, I thought he was really good for us. I think the St. George Illawarra Dragons, uh, are crying out for a, for a 5'8", eights that isn't Jack Bird. I personally think Jack Bird is more of a back rower nowadays, just quietly. Um, but I, I would probably say Ben Hampton, mate. I'll, I'll drive you down first class. That's that's who I'd pick.
1: Yeah, nice, mate. If you're doing a, if you're doing the drive through on the way down, are you hitting are you hitting Carl's Jr. Are you hitting McDonald's, Burger King, or to, or Hungry Jacks as you call it over you the yeah your, your way? What are you what are you going?
0: I don't know. I might have to go to Sam or maybe just to breeze for a frozen
1: custard or something. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, he's gone a bit healthy on me, Sam. Got a bit healthy on me. All right, mate. Uh, let, let's get it from you then. Uh, let's get it down on tape. Uh, where do the Cowboys finish in the ladder this season?
0: Expectations are top four. I, I do uh, think that uh, they can finish top four. Um, like, it just depends on how uh, they can evolve. Um, they. Towards the back into last season, and apologies to anybody who may be, um, what's the word for it, may be a little bit sensitive uh, to, this, to this next little bit, but um, the passing of Paul Green mm. in 2022, um, for, for me personally, I think it really uh, affected the club more than what they may have led on. Yeah, they won that qualifying final in week one, but um, I think they're really going to come out with guns, uh, guns are blazing, uh, and the I think the, the 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 motive for them is to remain more mentally stronger because they did fade badly against the Parramatta Eels in that preliminary final. Uh, so I think they need to become just a cog more mentally stronger uh, and defensively a little bit better as well. The first half of two thousand and twenty two defensively was outstanding. I think it was something like seven straight games where they didn't allow a second-half point. Um, so if they can uh, then rectify that to make it a full season, because they did leak some points uh, in the back half of, of the season, um, I, I think if they can improve defensively a Cog and if they can improve uh, in their mental strength, um, I, I think there's no reason why they can't not just uh, be a top-four contender but a grand final contender as well. So Cowboys uh, premiers this year, mate, and I'll, I'll say the Penrith Panthers are going to be their grand final opponents.
1: All right, there you go. We've got a Panthers-Cowboys final. I can tell you the Cowboys paying $10 to win the minor premiership. They're the fifth favourites over here at the TAB. Sam Revel from the Wobblin' Jaw Sports Channel on YouTube. Make sure you go check him out. Thank you very much, Sam, for your time. Enjoy your 2023 NRL season.